Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Right, uh, it's coming up to 12 minutes away from the top of the hour. A lovely Wexford success story, which will be news to my, uh, and good news to my next guest, Neil Hughes. We'll be speaking to Felix Oster in the moment. The sweetness of life, because he turned his own idea into a, a brilliant small and medium enterprise. Neil, you love thing, uh, things like that, don't you? You love no, hearing really stories do. like that. Well, yeah. especially for SMEs, frankly, Alan, because um, SMEs are the backbone of the Wexford economy. There's He's looking in the window at us. He's on okay. after 11, so you, you may link during the news Excellent. we have a chat yeah, with no, um, 99% of all companies in Ireland are SMEs and two thirds of all of the employees working in the private sector are in SMEs but they don't get SMEs don't get the uh, the bounce of the ball a lot of the time and, and we yeah. in, in Azets we would consider ourselves to be SME champions we would be constantly looking to push as you know we've spoken about it a million times about how important it, are, it is for you know for the SME community to do well yeah. Um, How so are SMEs doing? I'm mean, hearing coming down the tracks there could yeah. be dark days ahead for them. Well, so on a Monday morning with the sun shining on Wexford Keyfront, have you got good news from I SMEs? Am glad, Alan, I'm glad you've asked me that because as it You happened, did a survey. Last week. I just we happened to have a, a survey <laughs> done. <laughs> yes. It's almost like we had prepared it. Uh, yeah, we, we did a survey last week of over 200 quality SME businesses, not just in County Wexford, right the way around the country. Because what we want to do, we want to try and find out what the key issues that they are facing, but also create what are the solutions? What what solutions do they expect from our local authorities and from government? And you know what can we do? So, I have, and this is hot off the press for you. Alan, uh, what exactly the the sort of the biggest challenges that they are facing? Um, and there are, I mean, generally there is optimism. I have to say, you know, there's about sixty percent of people think that either their business is going to hold where it is or improve. There is still 40% that think that things are going to maybe slip in the coming months and over the next couple of years. It's a bit of worry out there. But critically, you know, on my graph of the greatest day-to-day challenges, there's one uh, item that really jumps off the page at us, and that is the impact of inflation. And I'll tell you what's happening in terms of inflation. A lot of our clients that we're dealing with in assets and SMEs across the country... Is that the big red one you have on your... your Exactly, that's the the big red, 40%. Uh, 40% of the 200 people we, we surveyed came back to say that inflation was hitting them really hard. So that their inputs that they have, their raw materials they have to purchase or the services they're buying, they are all growing strongly and they're struggling to pass it on because there's always a bit of resistance. It's always a catch-up. But by the time you explain to your customers to say, listen, my inputs have gone on. I can't budget to make a loss. I can't be budgeting always to make a loss. So interest rate rises. Okay, that's only 14%. Uh, cash flow and 13% recruitment, availability of talent, 12%. Um, it, it just really jumps off the page, that issue about inflation. And so therefore, I would say, as a reminder to government, it's absolutely critical that they can keep in their mind's eye constantly the impact that inflation is having. Caused by the war, it has been caused by the invasion of Ukraine. That is what triggered this whole, the whole thing. That's what's triggered it. Um, and then we went on and we asked the question, what are the three biggest challenges for your business in the next six months? In and around, you know, inflation again jumps off the page. There was one thing that struck me, which I was a little bit concerned about. And that is, we, we had put in an option about digitalization. In other words, digital transformation of the business. And SMEs are not focused on it. It got the least responses at 8%. And that concerns me, that SMEs are not thinking about, okay, how do I deal with this inflation problem? How do I deal with the challenges out there? That they're not turning to 
digitalization. I don't know if you saw this story about um, artificial intelligence and chat GPT, you know, there's this issue of an article. You did, you did you did one on me, didn't you? I, <laughs> I did one on you a couple of weeks ago, exactly. Yeah. Wrote a poem about... I got a um, lot of reaction to that, actually. It's uh, extraordinary. A number of people contacted within me, and they're very worried by, about seconds, this. Within three seconds, it produces a full article for you, and the Irish Times got caught out, and they had to come out with an apology to say that, that somebody had submitted a completely fake article that had been produced by AI. Um, but this is the power of digitalization, the power of digital transformation. And a lot of businesses are not focusing on it. Only 8% uh, saw that as an issue. Um, we asked the question, do you expect the tax burden on SMEs to increase, decrease or remain the same? Hmm. Um, and again, a lot of reasonable positive positivity because 60%, just under 60% felt that the tax burden would remain the same. And obviously there's a lot of talk about a change of government. So a lot of SMEs are thinking, yes, it is going to remain the same. But then there is just under a third who have a fear that the tax burden is going to increase. And that's that's an issue. Now, here's a critical one. And this is how can the government help your business navigate economic uncertainty? We gave a number of options. And by far the most popular was grants and business supports for the SME community. So this is a follow on. You remember from the pandemic. Uh, during COVID, there was a lot of supports given to SME businesses and they had a huge effect. They saved thousands upon thousands of jobs, especially in the likes of hospitality. And it's very clear that the SME community here are saying, and this is 40%, are saying that that's what the answer is going forward. Other, I suppose, big big response was for funds for training and upskilling. 25% came back, for example, saying a tax reduction would would certainly help Others were looking for an improved access to finance, uh, maintaining the minimum wage and not allowing that to increase. Um, but just going back to this grants and business supports, mm. you know, it's perfectly obvious to us in assets that it, the answer to this conundrum that the government faces in yeah. terms of, you know, the over-reliance on big companies, on yeah. big multinationals, the answer to that is to support, get in with the supports and the services that SME businesses need so that they can become the next great Irish indigenous so, companies. Yeah, I mean, from all the stats you've read out there, what you, you talked about inflation being the big one, but to, to assist SMEs to to grow, and in some cases to survive, Neil, what's what's the main one? Well, so basically, what, that that was the one that struck me the most was that there has to be a realization at the very highest levels about just how important the SME community is in Ireland, just how much employment that they create, how much opportunity they give to young people in the county uh, and right the way across the country. And so therefore, the success, you know, if we're talking about 65 billion of a surplus, okay, over the next while, um, in terms of the multinationals that have contributed, how Mm. do the government spend that? And what I'm saying very strongly here is that that money, or certainly a very good proportion of it, has to be put back into the SME community so that we have a world-class multinational sector running side by side then with a world-class SME sector. Other countries have done this, by the way. Israel has done this. Finland has done this. You know, a lot of the, yeah. the really successful economic countries in the world have done this. They don't always rely on FDI. And we are relying very heavily on FDI now. And what I'm saying to you is that there are SME owners out there listening to us, and every day they do extraordinary things. They're just ordinary people getting about their day. But ordinary people doing extraordinary things in creating wealth and yeah. creating money circulating in our economy. So if we can push that, and if yeah. the government can use the lesson of the pandemic and yeah. say, right, that really worked. We, we supported SMEs and look at the response we have, look at the result. Why don't they keep that going? And they need to obviously stay within EU state aid rules. But there are ways of doing this. EIS, for example, the Employment Incentive Scheme. And they need to think of other creative ways that they can get in and support small businesses to become the next great 
mid-sized Irish businesses and to support the mid-sized businesses to become the next great Irish large companies. A comment on a number of stories. You, you, you have a base here in Wexford. Uh, were you disturbed by what you heard about the migration issues and the burning of the tents? It's appalling. Yeah. It's absolutely appalling. So um, that uh, encampment they were talking about is approximately 50 metres from our front door of our Dublin office. Are you serious? Yeah. We can see it from our the windows. So it, it had kind of... It, because we are there... It really brings us home to you. Yeah. Lower Mount Street is around the corner where the office is for the International Protection Office and then the Sandwich Street which is where the KBC headquarters now closed are closing um, it was literally across the road where okay. some of these uh, and it is just an appalling story it's like something you read or you would have seen in Gangs in New York you yeah. know the, the story about yeah. Irish immigrants coming into America and being stoned off the ships and, and then burned out so it's an appalling story um, and it's something that I think has to get attention from the very highest levels to try and resolve that we're going to have to leave it there, Neil. Um, we'll talk to you again. Thank you for joining Thanks, us in the studio. Can people access this server, by the way, from Azets? We, yeah, have, we, got we it put it on our website, on azets.ie. Uh, you will see the outcome of it. It's in our news section of the, okay. of the website. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.